0: The WSB 24 Album Breaking News Center, center is on alert, alert, With immediate breaking news, severe weather alerts, traffic, traffic red alert. alerts, from Cobb to Cherokee, Carroll to Gwinnett, Fulton to Forsyth, and all the rest, all the rest, WSB, WSB, depend on it. Sean Hannity, the new Sean Hannity Show. More behind the scenes information on breaking news and more. Bold, inspired solutions for America. Jamie Dupree comes right at you from the Hill in D.C. On the Sean Hannity Show.
1: All right, he's the most connected man in Washington, D.C. It's Jamie Dupree on the Sean Hannity Show. Sir, how are you? Sean, coming to you from outside the Livingston High School in Livingston, New Jersey, where Governor Christie made his announcement earlier today. They were breaking down all the equipment inside, and I knew you didn't want to hear beep, beep, beep in the crash of stuff. So I'm actually out at some of the picnic tables outside uh, here. outside the high so school. Basically so basically you're not doing your job, you're hanging out at the picnic tables having a barbecue, is that what you're saying? Yeah, I wish there was a barbecue that would make it that much better, but they they didn't provide that. We actually, the funny thing, you talk about food, the uh, the Christie people were not really ready for a lot of the news media. There were no chairs or anything like uh, that for us in the gymnasium today. They had a table that was set up with some donuts and some water and coffee for reporters. Uh, I, myself and a uh, guy from CBS Radio, we just uh, decided to take over the table and made it ours, uh, though there were no cha- or anything like that so yeah an interesting day here in uh, chris christie's hometown well we're here at wgir news radio 610 in new hampshire for the very purpose
0: of we're going to do an hour with governor christie tonight uh tell us about the crowd tell us about the message and
1: he is now the 14th entrant into this into this race there's a lot of people here now yeah, there, there really is, and I think what was interesting about today for me, it started as I rolled into this town, which is uh, west of Manhattan, for those who aren't familiar with where it is, and uh, I stopped at a little convenience store just about a mile up the road, and as I was going in, this guy said, "Hey, you, you don't look like you're from here," and I started talking to him, and he went to high school no, with don't. Chris Christie. What do you Christie? mean? You're not from New Jersey? Exactly. What do you yeah. mean? And he went to high school with Christie and told me a few funny stories, and so I came down and got in the event and I was very, I was intrigued by not only did the New Jersey Republican establishment show up today, there were all kinds of, there were several members of Congress, state senators, state reps, local officials, and more, but there were a lot of people who went to high school with Chris Christie, and obviously have still kept a bond with him and his friends over the years. And when there was one of the people that had got up to introduce him, and the crowd, at first I thought they were sort of heckling her, and then I figured, well, they must know her. And he explained it, he said, uh, her nickname back in high school was the juice for whatever reason and uh, they all began yelling juice juice like that it was actually pretty funny it to me it gave it such a hometown feel that sometimes is lacking when candidates announce they're running for president in his speech Christie hit you know look it was vintage him in terms of his speech. He, he he dwelt on the need for strong leadership in the Oval Office. He railed against the dysfunction in D.C. He argues that government isn't working anymore, that there has to be some work between the parties in order to get things done. And he, he made it all out so that he is the right person in his mind that can go into D.C., sweep things aside, and change things. He also made a very strong play against the Democrats and President Obama. At one point, he did mention Hillary Clinton by name directly, saying uh, the choice should not be turning over the keys to power to Hillary Clinton and her supporters in 2016. So of uh, uh, an interesting day for Christie. I thought it was a good speech for him. To me, though, Sean, what is really the most interesting part is what happens next. His schedule, you know, Jeb Bush, when he was down in Miami and I was there a few weeks ago, Jeb Bush then went to New Hampshire. He went to Iowa. He went to South Carolina, three states in three days. Governor Christie is going to New Hampshire today where you're going to see him. He's going to park out is, there. Yep. Yeah, he's going to be there today, tomorrow, Thursday, Friday. He's going to be there into Saturday. He's going to be there five straight days. And I think that telegraphs that his strategy is he feels like he has to almost win or do very well in New Hampshire in order to keep going in this race. Uh, look, it, it's
0: amazing to me, and I'm, I'm going to talk to the governor tonight about this. But it's amazing that his star has fallen so far from, say, 2013, where polls showed that he was by far the,
1: the, the leader of any Republican potential pack for 2016. Yeah, and in talking to a number of his supporters today and people who have known him for years, uh, they obviously are a little worried. Those poll numbers have not really come back and they've not turned around. In fact, I think there was a poll in the last week or so that showed him with the worst approval, disapproval numbers in the state of New Jersey that he's ever had. But, uh, you know, the one thing that I wonder, Sean, still is that his style, his town hall speaking style, wide open, take questions from anybody, you know, if if you're going to get in his face, he'll get right back in yours. That's a very attractive thing to the voters of New Hampshire. And if He's going to camp out in the Granite State. I really think that you'll see his numbers turn around if he can find a way to really sort of uh, uh, identify and the voters identify with him. So yeah, he is. Uh, he has a big road to hold here. I, I don't think there's any doubt Look, about after that. After studying him now for the last 24 hours, I think his
0: biggest problems are the economy, the pension plans for for public employees in the state, real lack of of job creation. I think they've created maybe a net gain of 169,000 jobs in the five years he's been in office. Um, then issues involving guns and, and, And nine downgrades, uh, I think, are a tough thing to explain. I'll ask him tonight, how do you explain that?
1: And, you know, like all the interviews that I'm doing, I just give them a chance to explain. I just ask the questions. And and I I, think, look, you're absolutely right. There's going to be some opposition to him, especially, I think there'll be a lot of people who look at him and say, oh, you're just another Northeast liberal Republican. You know, you're not a conservative Republican. I asked a number of his supporters about that today, and they all said, look, he's got a record of getting things done. He operates in a state where the Democrats control the legislature. He doesn't have full reign to do what he wants to do. and he is somebody that can inspire. And, yeah, I, I, I'm not going to sugarcoat this and say, oh, he's got, you know, he's in a great position because he's not. He's certainly gone down. But I just still wonder, Sean, if in the, the, the loud sounds of all these different candidates, can he find a way to stand out? Maybe. Maybe he can. Look, I think his, his probably
0: his greatest quality, the most dynamic thing he has going for him is the fact that he's got this personality. And he'll say what's on his mind. And that, that is his most appealing attribute but i think you know we've got to remember this is a republican primary and republican voters in the south and south carolina and iowa you know there is a a lot of value based voters there there's a lot of second amendment voters in these states and so i think yeah i think you're right i
1: think he's going to have to convince them that he can be a national candidate on the on the world stage and one thing that certainly I think undermines him a little too is if Jeb Bush is doing well, Jeb Bush is likely drawing from uh, many of those same voters who would think about voting for Chris Christie, and and really Jeb Bush I think undercuts Chris Christie in a way that uh, that may make it very difficult for him to find anything. But you just never know. I mean, oh, I've seen candidates in the past. John McCain comes to mind. You don't do well in Iowa, but you can win in New Hampshire and go on from there. So I remember we'll John see. McCain
0: was trudging through you know public airports by himself carrying his himself? own luggage yes. and and he was stayed on the campaign trail so you, you i agree with you you never know we'll have to see but let me move back to the uh, issue we talked about yesterday involving donald trump and and comments that he made during his announcement and now we see the reaction from nbc and he's now responded to them and there's probably lawsuits in the future coming up <laughs> and uh you know it seems like the only two people that came to his defense fully were me and ted Cruz. You know, he, he was very clear, I felt in his statement, delineating this. Sure, he goes, sure, there's some good people. But having been to the border as many times as I've been there, having been in the drug warehouses, having seen the tunnels, having been on site when gang members were arrested, um, knowing the human trafficking, the drug trafficking issues that are going on, the impact on our educational health care system, criminal justice system, it is, it is incontrovertible what Trump is saying is true. You know, we're not getting the best and brightest from Mexico coming to the United States. We're not getting the best and brightest from Latin American countries coming to the United States. We're getting people that are desperate, and I don't blame them for wanting to come here. I'm just saying we've got to control our borders.
1: Look, I think that uh, Trump is uh, he's part showman. I don't mean that in a bad way. He is, and he knows how to get attention, but also hyperbole sometimes in a political race whether or not you parse it down and you think that it's all okay can sometimes pop right up and fly back in your face. And I think this was a good example of that, that uh, Donald Trump, the the showman, Donald Trump, the guy who gets media attention, Donald Trump, the guy who can say lots of stuff. It's a little different being just a developer and a businessman than it is being a Republican who's running for the White House. But don't you think, like
0: with Christie's personality in terms of Christy will say anything. You're an idiot at a town hall meeting. You know Why don't you just sit down and shut up? Another comment that he's made. Um, Don't you think that there's an appeal for Trump basically identifying something that is truthful? And that is there are a lot of people that are coming to this country, crossing our unprotected borders that do not have America's best interests at heart. That is just a fact. You cannot dispute it. You can't go, Jamie, to the drug warehouse that I went to floor-to-ceiling, massive, massive amounts of drugs confiscated, and that's only a small portion of what is smuggled into
1: this country. And, no, and not- look, I, I would agree with you, but I don't think that's all he said. I don't have it, you know, the transcript right in front of me, but I think Donald Trump said more than just that. If he just made a basic point, I think it would be one thing, but you're he put in some extra lines now and, and some extra words. You're the third person in 24 hours that said, Hannity, if he just said it the way
0: you said it, he'd be fine. Uh, you know, uh, look, he, but the other part of this is, though, I, and I think this is I'm very interested to see the mood of the American people. Are uh, the American people are they they're going to be on pins and needles? Do they really care that much about political correctness or are they going to be more open to somebody that is outspoken, tells it like it is, doesn't really care what The New York Times thinks or NBC News thinks? I mean, for him to go back at NBC and talk about lying Brian Williams, I
1: mean, that was a sharp smart rebuke I thought it was hilarious Well, you're almost making the case that a lot of people would say about Governor Christie as well. And I think he and Donald Trump draw into some of that same vein of they want somebody who is just going to say whatever is at the top of their mind and not think twice and pause wondering if they should really say what they think. Uh, And, and, you know, in in Christie's uh, side, he's also gotten himself in trouble from time to time for saying things and just about being off the cuff. I don't think it should surprise anybody. That if Donald Trump can get a lot of attention by saying things, that there could be things that blow up in his face as well. it, It can't just, the water cannot flow only downhill in a presidential race. It also runs against you. And I think that was one of those things. Now, does he temper himself or does he just keep? Let it all hang out. I personally think that Trump is not going to temper himself, and we'll see whether or not that really presents a, a problem or an advantage for him, because I do think you are correct. And the polls show it. There are people who like Trump and who say they're for him simply because I think they want somebody to really shake it up. On the other hand, though, that draws away from somebody like a Ted Cruz who's trying to do much the same thing, shake things up. And so, I, I, you know, I don't know. Uh, if we look back to Ross Perot, he certainly spoke what was on his mind and got a lot of attention. But then at the end, people peeled away and went back and voted either for he, the Democrats he still or the Republicans. Got, but think about this. With, with George Herbert
0: Walker Bush and Bill Clinton on the ticket, he still got 19 percent of the national vote. That's a massive number and a success by any any objective discerning
1: measure. No, he Absolutely. Didn't get his... And the only question is, can Trump do something like that, or will he uh, will he be too controversial at some point in time? Because, you know, I, I think I can remember Perot getting himself in trouble a few times, uh, sort of haphazardly, but I, I think Trump now, is more one now, who knows how I'm to push do. the buttons.
0: It's real simple. We're going to do one, two, three. One, two, three. Common sense. That's how you do it. That was Ross Perot. Remember, remember yeah. when uh, his vice presidential candidate starts a debate? Who am I and why am I here? That Absolutely. I remember Admiral I remember Stockton. covering that. Yep. Um, that was a funny moment. Uh, this you've been noticing what's going on, this brawl that took place about the, the Confederate flag in South Carolina. And now Jeb Bush weighed in, said that it's a racist symbol. It seems that there is no this has now become front and center
1: in this presidential campaign. Well, I don't know how long it'll stay front and center, but obviously Jeb Bush, uh, back in 2000, 2001, when he became governor of Florida, pulled the uh, the flag down at the Florida State House in Tallahassee and put it in a museum, and you know he has been, I think, I think because of that and because of his record on it. He has the ability to say that. Now, obviously, there are some within the Republican Party in the South who feel like they're being piled upon right now on that. I don't know how long that issue is going to stay around, I would think, until the South Carolina legislature votes on the issue and then may pop up from time to time. Uh, That's one of those we're not going to know for another couple weeks or months whether or not that's just a blip or whether that really stays as a big, quote-unquote, issue in the months ahead. There's a very funny um, bit that was done by this group Campus Reform.
0: And what they did is they quizzed young people on the lavish cribs of 2016 presidential candidates outside of the White House. And they got a variety of guesses, Marco Rubio, Ben Carson, Donald Trump. What they didn't realize is that all four of the multimillion dollar homes featured in the quiz, valued as high as $13 million, all once belonged to Hillary Clinton.
1: That's pretty cool. Oh, funny, I love right? the internet and stuff like that. Isn't that That's great. Uh, yes, yeah. And never will I up. ever answer a question from somebody sticking a camera in my face. Uh, never. Yes, yes. All
0: right. Jamie Dupree, thanks so much for being with us. We'll continue now. We are in uh, New Hampshire. Thanks to News Radio 610 WGIR. When we come back, we have a debate coming up about. Christie running for president the Confederate flag battle that continues Hillary Clinton the champion of the people as long as you pay her fee and her daughter Chelsea's fee we'll get into that and much much more the later Aaron Coulter will weigh in on the immigration debate listen I uh, I'm not the best sleeper in the world I am thankful that I met Mike Lindell he's the inventor of my pillow he fitted me for my very own My pillow my first one I now own four of them I fall asleep faster I stay asleep longer it is the most comfortable pillow I've ever used in my life and guess what it makes a difference now you can have your very own my pillow if you go to mypillow.com or call 800-919-6090 just use the promo code Hannity and you get two for the price of one. And then you'll discover why MyPillow is the official pillow of the National Sleep Foundation. Now, MyPillow is made right here in the USA. That means jobs for Americans. It has a 60-day money-back guarantee, a 10-year warranty. You can wash it and dry it like your favorite pair of blue jeans. So, bottom line is, you don't sleep well? You want to sleep better? Don't spend another sleepless night on a pillow that does not work for you. Go to MyPillow.com right now or call 800-919-6090. Use the promo code Hannity. You get two for the price of one. And that means you'll start getting the kind of restful and comfortable and deep-healing sleep that you deserve before your dogs wake you up. That's MyPillow.com, promo code Hannity, or call 800-919-6090 and mention my name. Quick break. Right back from New Hampshire. It's the Sean Hannity Show. For the ones who work hard to ensure their crew can always go the extra mile and the ones who get in early so everyone can go home on time.